Welcome to the Lunch Boys Podcast. A lot's been going on. Uh, I think the thing that I like the most is how we basically abandoned a war that's been going on for 20 years. Uh, Do you know what doesn't solve that? Ivermectin. Who are you? (laughs) Who am I? No, uh, the ISIS K variant. I and think. who is the other person talking? Who are these people that people are listening to? If you're unfamiliar, <laughs> let me introduce the cast of the Lunch Boys podcast. With me is Just the wait. guy laughing, Jake. Hello. The guy not laughing, Ryan. So, be In funny case next time. You were unaware. <laughs> you probably weren't listening to the last several episodes. So Afghanistan caves. Uh, Eighty-five billion dollars worth of equipment left to them, uh, and then they and also fl- just pallets of cash. And then they just uh, fly around with helicopters, hanging people. Like this is a new normal, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I gotta say. Um... <laughs> Seeing the Taliban running around the governor's mansion, like, just having s'mores on their fireplace and, like, playing go-karts and bumper cars kind of made me Team Taliban, not gonna lie. <laughs> oh my god! Painting? I mean, like, too, like we, we have been uh, ruining that country for 20 years now. Like, there, there's a part of that if I had to pick sides, <laughs> you know... It's not going to be us. That's the, for sure. The funniest thing to I mean that that is true. The funniest <laughs> thing to me though, if you want to just juxtapose the propaganda war, right? So everybody has been trying to prop up this dementia-ridden elder, right? Uh for ever since the fake election and <laughs> and they're now <laughs> they've got these murals of George Floyd, which I don't know why they're in Afghanistan. And they're being painted yeah. over. That is, to me, I mean, it, this might be crass. The funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it is. It is life. right next to. It is right <laughs> next to when uh, that George Floyd mur- mural got struck by lightning. Because <laughs> like right uh, next to it. How did wokeness make its way to Afghanistan only to have so, the Henry. woke prince abandon Afghanistan? Henry, it's it's a little-known secret, actually. The Taliban is very progressive, specifically on minority issues, but not on women. I mean, depending They're on They're very selective you, with it. How do you describe progressive? Uh, does it start with an AK and a saw? Is well, that what you mean by yeah, they're well, very progressive about it? <laughs> if we're being progressive, how do we define woman? I guess is a good place to start. That, that, uh, that'd be something that well, Taliban wouldn't argue with you about. There, there are no pronouns on the Taliban Twitter account, I don't think. Uh, what if there were? That, what if we saw a Taliban person? Boom that'd and be blast. Hilarious. I think is if it was a boom and blast. <laughs> I think those are the two. Boom. Uh, Please refer to me as Boom Blast. Yes, <laughs> I identify as Boom and Blast. Yes. So, so we have like the woke Taliban, and then we also have the ISIS variants coming out, like ISIS K, uh, doing the suicide bomb, killing thirteen Marines. Then you have every white liberal woman on Instagram being like, "Oh my God, pray for these, you know, heroic lives lost." And it's like, you you, you know, didn't even know we were in, in Afghanistan until three weeks ago. 
was a great medication that helps when you have an influx of terrorist sympathizing uh, revolutionaries. That Nine millimeters. Yeah. Plan- it's this great drug Plan called B? Iverglocktin. Oh. And uh, Iverglocktin is really great for getting rid of terrorists. I mean, yeah, or like an Apache helicopter or something that we just leave them <laughs> for uh, no reason. Hawks, okay? Come on. You're right. You're right. Uh, you got that made in America fighter jet. We have too. a history of the flying those down into underprivileged countries and letting a bunch of people that can't shoot shoot down at us from the buildings. Which I just yeah. want to make an interesting point. Um, I don't want to like undermine. Obviously, we make jokes, but like the the Taliban. I was completely serious this whole time. The Taliban slash the resistance of Afghanistan was able to fend off the Soviet Union. Yeah. With and, the help of the U.S. government, also. And now America. And now the Chinese are going to come in, and they're probably going to fend them off eventually, too. That, I... Yeah. That, there's something to pill. be said for that. Right? Yeah. It is kind of awesome. Because I'm not Team Taliban, per se, but... I mean, if you <laughs> listen to the beginning of this episode, to... it feels a lot like we're Team Taliban. <laughs> I mean, it I, does. I it am, does. So I just I wanted to say that not occupier. Let me make that right. very clear. I, I'm, <laughs> by the way, that not being Team Taliban does not mean that I'm Team Occupier either. But like, well, there's only it two is sides, kind of interesting to see so. like all the news about the like January sixth, uh, like the January sixth quote unquote insurrection, and it's like these mugs took three days against America. At, weeks after Biden was like, "You're gonna need some nukes and some fighter jets if you're gonna really come at." Oh, yeah, they're like, really how the fuck? Ah! And then they just took our stuff and took the country. <laughs> yeah, all you need really is a amazing. couple of AK 47s and a Toyota Hilux, <laughs> and then you're good to go, really. And 20 years. You just need time. <laughs> is, like is a 93 Ford Bronco and an AK 47, you're good to go. <laughs> oh, no, dude, it's the Hilux. The, 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 the Toyota Hilux is the uh, Jeep or the truck of terrorists. I promise. The, <laughs> the funniest thing is. Clearly, the the way that we left, we being America, Afghanistan, is some sort of weird premeditation for the next conflict, right? So I just want to acknowledge that. But the funniest thing that I saw was a bunch of Taliban in a gym trying to work out. <laughs> I don't know like if you guys saw that. on the treadmill. <laughs> that is the yeah. funniest freaking thing. Oh, did you see? Did you see the video of um, the Taliban dancing in that rave that they had? No, I didn't. They had a rave? So so this is actually... That feels not very Sharia. This is, they, they're like air guitaring <laughs> on their AK-47s. And like, it's it's great. And it's video evidence that Afghanis are white because they can't dance. Ah! Well, I mean, that is what our <laughs> shooting statistics suggest. That, you know... How, how is the Taliban more fun than the Baptists? I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's a fair point. Like, holy crap! <laughs> But man, like they're 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 having a good time, and I, like I could probably find the video. It'd take me a second though. But they're like legitimately like using their uh, AK-47s like batons and like air guitaring on them. It's it's great. I love it. What, yo, they're uh, having a good time. They much, know how to win. How, how much money would you want to put <laughs> that they're playing more than a feeling by Boston? Oh no! It, it was some like really you know Euro trash EDM or something. It was really bad. <laughs> uh, what if, if it was? Queen, how funny would it be, would be my if it was Freebird? Like just like three or four tallies in a row with AKs yeah. doing that exorbitantly long guitar solo from Freebird, <laughs> <laughs> just shooting on beat. <laughs> 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 
It'll stop now. <laughs> yep. Just repeatables for day. I played that for Erica for the first time of the day, and she's like, this solo is too long. And, I, and she says the same thing over and over. I said, yeah, the, if you play repeatables fast enough, people will raise their glass. The, the part, though, where like, yeah. it's, it's just the hammer off. <laughs> that goes on for literally two minutes. Yeah, that part. That is the Taliban. <laughs> the rest of the band's going. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the same thing. <laughs> like, oh, literally, when people, I'm at a concert and people go, Free Bird! I'm like, number one, the only reason you know that is because of Guitar Hero. Number two, no. Please, Please God, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless it's a Leonard Skinner tribute band, I don't want to hear it. And even then, oh, I can live without. <laughs> oh, yo, I'm, I'm there for it. If you do it cover to cover, I'm there for it. Just don't start in the middle. Start from the very beginning. <laughs> the Brothers Osborne did that, and it was kind of hilarious. I saw them. Uh, John Party was the opener for them, and I saw John Party a while ago because a friend of mine plays in that. It used to play in John Party's band, and somebody yelled "Freebird," and they said, "Oh, fine, here you go." And they literally did like somehow. They, clearly, they've done this before, like a fifteen-second snippet of every part of the song, and so it was like nice. no longer than forty-five seconds. It was hilarious. <laughs> they killed it and then they're like all right we're done with that crap it was hilarious I, but i can't imagine anyway the taliban oh yes partying like it's 1999 taliban so <laughs> hey, yeah. um if we were to take a poll what do we think is the real reason we decided to abandon uh-huh. like that uh to make it a disaster as an excuse to go back and did you see how fast they tried to blame that kabul bombing on the Taliban, when it was clear that it was ISIS. Wait, wait, who do you think it clearly was? ISIS-K. ISIS? Uh, so the CIA? Like, what do you mean? I mean, like, the CIA definitely gave him the bombs, but, like, you know, it was going to be a disaster no matter what, because government, but, uh, like, at least let's get the weapons out. Like, at the very least, but I, I, I think it's just an excuse for a perpetual war, as most of these things are. It, it was kind of interesting to watch the establishment, whatever that looks like, whether that be, like, the corporate and uh, governmental establishment, or just people who just share a lot of opinions on Instagram, or just people who say to pray for something that the they didn't care about until 10 seconds Chinese ago. Chinese farm bots? <laughs> but, like... it. it did you notice how it felt like it felt no I don't think anybody said it explicitly in my timeline or in any news that I read but it felt a lot like hey guys we need to go back because we're not done oh, th- like there, there was, just seemed to be this undertone of there that was a lot in of a lot of the news like neocon think tanks that were saying exactly that I think Bill Crystal said like this is why you can't leave too early and it's like I would push <laughs> back too early on that. like this this could have been done in <laughs> December 2001 easy right. we had bin Laden and then Bush was like no we don't want see it. Back the issue on that. here is the the oh go ahead Henry sorry I was just gonna say I was gonna push back on that just a little because I did see uh, CNN and MSNBC try to justify that the State Department is doing its best when all of these freelancers decided to go in and actually get people out and I thought that was super sus because generally speaking if you wanted to have a setup for this like to revamp the war effort there wouldn't be the availability to have freelancers just be able to hop in. If you think about like the logistics, you can't just take your private jet and land in Kabul. Mm-hmm. Yet there were uh, private military that decided to get their 
fallen comrades, so to speak, and did get them out. And then the State Department was trying to do a cover story for how, like, well, actually, they helped them a little to actually achieve that. That's where yeah. my red flag went off and said, this is a little deeper than just um, pro-war propaganda. Because bear in mind, puppet uh, Vice President Biden actually is financed by the CCP. <laughs> and the CCP is coming in to get rare earth minerals out of Afghanistan. And for me, like that is oh, the yeah. big red flag. So that means that there's not going to be a well, revamp of more war because it seems as though the establishment made a deal to allow for China to do that. I'd, I'd be it, it, by it. it feels like a huge part of this is as far as what's wrong with it. People were making it sound like from the neocon standpoint that we need to stay there longer. But if you're going to have any real outrage about this thing, it's just the fact that we have like a dud of a president and there was no plan to get out. But when you see stuff like that, Henry, where stuff is going on that's like kind of just wild. I thought the same thing as far as the rescue efforts. I thought the same thing now seeing like some of China's um, involvement. I was like, wait a minute. This isn't I don't remember ever in the history of my life like China having a vested interest in anything that was going on in Afghanistan. So for them to be there now when we've got this president that seems to have some sketchy ties with China, it gets a little weird. And the main issue I have as far as like i guess you could even say like the little status inside of me would say this is that like if you're gonna pull out of a country like which we know pulling out doesn't work well it's it's like 90 percent effective so you know you just got (laughs) got 90 percent of the americans yeah let's get out (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying like like we gotta go but like i feel like (laughs) <laughs> if you're outraged over the stuff going on in Afghanistan, the principal thing to be outraged about is that, that it happened. we just left a bunch of guns and we just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all this just stupid, avoidable stuff that we could have done. And then we have, like, what was it? This Not the Secretary of Defense, but some guy in the military that was like, we are asking the Taliban to have a diverse and inclusive leadership oh, yeah, full yeah. of women. And I'm like, do you know what these mugs think of women yeah this isn't harvard like so anyway it's just wild (laughs) yeah yeah i mean but like the real thing to be mad about in my opinion is that the fact that it happened like you know 9-11 happens uh from people who are backed by the saudis you know who who happened to live in afghanistan at the time we get their leader in pakistan and it's like okay so why did we stay there for well, 20 well, years t- afterwards. T- well, we went to Pakistan after 9-11, right? No. Like, we were in Afghanistan and Pakistan, We were in right? every no. stand. No, no, no. I mean... No? Well, technically... I'm, like, so sure we were as, in Pakistan. As far as, as far as I understand, there was never any, like, war effort in Pakistan. Pakistan was our ally. Well, but, well war is a loose term here, even because even right now, the war on terror a, is not, it's like... It's a military we never engagement. Declared well, war. Well, sure, right, sure, we like, never declared war in Afghanistan. Well, generally speaking, But I Pakistan, think we had troops on the ground, like, hunting terrorists pa- in Pakistan. Well, Pakistan was on our I'm, side. I'm like pretty sure. About so this. if if that was the case, unless I'm missing something, it was like a collaborative effort in Pakistan. But it, not that we invaded. We just had had them there. You know, the logistics of why they were there is not what I'm saying. What I'm just saying is like, weren't we hunting terrorists in Pakistan? I don't think after so. 9/11. Not in this. Not to the extent. The same extent. I wouldn't say. Um, no, we can. I didn't we, say the same extent. I know, but like, <laughs> it, it, I feel like that using that language is like we also have. You know literally troops in every country on the planet um the right but we after 9-11 after the 9-11 point making, the, there after were, 9-11 there were, two there were american troops that were sent to afghanistan and american troops that were sent to pakistan uh, so to 
find as far as I Al Qaeda operatives to to bring clarity to it. The whole reason officially why we went to Afghanistan is because supposedly two of the people involved in 9/11 in the hijackings had crossed through Afghanistan from Pakistan, and that was our reason to go in, which is a BS reason. Um, Pakistan is our friend. At least back then, I'm sure they don't like us in general. But the I don't, as far oh, as not. I recall, the there is really no active engagement or seeking of people in a, in Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan is right next to India, uh, shares a border, I think, with Afghanistan. Just to, you know, be autistic. Fair. Um, but I do I do think that we should put extra emphasis because 9 11 is this is what autism does is i didn't say any of that stuff but you still felt the need to clarify what i didn't say <laughs> to be honest I, I don't know i don't know how pakistan even got into the picture i didn't say any of that stuff so wait what was your point about pakistan it's just that we went over there that's all i was saying i don't even remember what the point yeah, I was yeah making i'm not was anymore, i'm not sure like... i'm not sure that we went over to pakistan that i, I just wanted to clarify oh, we... that um but seeing as that 9-11 is right around the corner. I feel like we went to Pakistan. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't I'll I'd, find the documents so I can satisfy your inner Alex yeah, Jones. I'll find the documents. Chapter so. 11 of Enough Already. Yeah, I don't I don't know what we did. Yeah, right. I'm not making that up, right, yeah, we, Ryan? We, we like, were in Pakistan. We weren't like at war in Pakistan. We weren't like but, invading but we, like, Pakistan. We aren't at war with but, Somalia or Yemen or Libya but we sent, or Syria. In response to 9-11, we, were we had... We had some guys there, and then, of course, the the bulk of the effort transitioned over to Afghanistan. But we had some guys there after nine eleven. I mean, we, we that's all I'm saying. We also had guys. I'm pretty sure. I feel like that's just a historical thing. Before nine eleven, like, I'm not saying that it was like some thing. Before nine eleven, I'm pretty sure we also had guys there. So that's why I wasn't sure if. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, we probably had guys in Afghanistan too because we we're America and we like to stick our thumb up every butthole that stinks. We did. So it's just like. So that's why I wasn't. I, that's I, all buttholes, by the way. I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand what you meant by that, because like, yeah, we were there the whole time. We being America, not me. I was not there. Uh, I didn't understand the I point. I wasn't there. I didn't vote for it. Um. So anyway, oh, I forgot at this point, but it's, oh, Lord Jesus. I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the. Today's episode sponsored by Autism. Get yep. your blue puzzle piece at your local library. <laughs> uh, seeing as that today and today blue. only, become a patron and we'll send you a puzzle in the mail. Uh, the puzzle is every conspiracy in the world. Uh, <laughs> every patron gets a different one. Together we can take down the, the lizard people. Each puzzle will have one word on it. One will say sky, one will say documents, and one will say Alex. You have to make a complete sentence well, out of each puzzle. Well, they're not lizard <laughs> people, guys. It's the mantis. Like, get it right if you're going to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of 9-11, uh, yeah. it's coming up soon. It's gonna be on Saturday. It is. If if I can interject yeah. this Saturday, one like piece of unverifiable conspiracy because that's always fun, right? Um. Uh, this is just a fun story. I had a dream on Friday, this past Friday, where uh, I am in New York City and I see a mushroom cloud blow up, right? And then Ooh. I'm 
driving a very long distance and I'm listening to my cryptocurrency podcasts and they had said that morning, which they recorded that morning, that they also all had had mushroom cloud dreams. And they all feel as though this has to do because with September, because generally September is where I guess October 1st is like the end of the fiscal year for America. And generally speaking, ever since 2008, everyone's constantly looking for September to be the time period in which the financial markets blow up, right? For lack mm. of a better term. And uh, it always tends to happen around September 11th. So September 11th this year is on a Saturday. So we're kind of looking at September 10th or uh, the 12th for some sort of a bizarre financial event. And seeing as that this big bond company called Evangrande, I think, out of China, that's worth $300 billion, is literally on the verge of tanking the same way Lehman Brothers did in 2008. That's fascinating. And it. I also saw in news today how the Chinese have some sort of special nuclear capability um, to get to America, for example, in 30 minutes. And I'm also just kind of wondering, is there going to be some kind of a false flag event to recuperate the financial markets since we're on the verge of collapse thoughts that's a lot um wouldn't it surprise me uh because have you seen <laughs> the state of things um I, I was getting into the weimar republic recently and oh, like the that's a hyperinflation fun yeah and the hyperinflation that happened there where you know in nineteen, I, I thir- nineteen ten, uh, one dollar was about four marks, which was the German currency at the time. And then by the end of the, or by be- the beginning of the thirties, it was worth one dollar was four point two trillion marks. And it's like Jesus Christ. And then you look at the graph of M one stock, uh, in this country, which is basically how much money is floating around, and it's just straight up. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, the it's the climate you, change. Graph, basically. The hockey stick graph. Yeah, yeah, if it was real. Uh, <laughs> if you if you type in super side note, did we see Biden when he visited uh the Gulf and he was like, Hurricane Ida is like we need to get our climate change under control and I'm just like God. Yeah. This is like such a such a fear mongering administration. I mean, just anything to make you think we're all gonna die. Dude, it, Let's see. Environmentalists it. Simultaneously, will be like, oh, the world is going to end, and millions and millions and millions and billions even of people are going to die, and that's terrifying. So let us do our communist dictator and if a uh, dictatorship. And if you're ever like, oh well, well, what about nuclear? There's like, oh well, maybe dozens of people will die from nuclear, but it will fix the rest of the problems. So like maybe dozens versus your hypothetical uh, billions <laughs> is a good trade-off. Right. Since, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like derail the point, but it's just like ugh. if we're already <laughs> you know? derailing. Can I mention one thing that's the absolute funniest thing in the world? He also said we, we don't call them tornadoes anymore, which is odd. <laughs> Poor Henry. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Glacier National Park. They removed signs that said that the glaciers will be gone by 2020. They had to remove those signs because obviously they're still there. Still they there. still there. <laughs> oh, you, you mean just like how every doomsday how do you do it, Henry? prediction they is wrong? Still there. They're still there. They still Nothing there. you can do is still there. That's hilarious. <laughs> 
2020 is still there. 2022 still there. 2024 it it still how you say still there. Hello, how can I help you? Is still there. Um <laughs> Yo, is that not the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life? That's freaking hilarious. Since, since we were in high school, climate change was supposed to be the thing that like ends humanity, and now they're constantly yeah, walking changed. it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Doesn't, well, they're, they're not walking it back; they're just pushing it further out. It's like we we're supposed to be dead by twenty twenty. Now it's got to be like twenty sixty. Yeah. And once we're supposed to be dead by twenty sixty, yeah, it'll like, be uh, twenty one hundred. Like, you know? oh, do you want pinpoint accuracy when we're predicting the end of the world? Like this is a complex, you know, system, and it's like. Okay, well, you've been wrong for 60 years now and like, or whatever you know, it's been. Uh, Especially in the financial world, like, people get called conspiracy theorists for saying that, like, the, the dollar is going to collapse, petrodollar disappears, and blah, blah, blah. And when it doesn't exactly happen, they're like, oh, you're a bunch of doomsday or conspiracy theorists. And it's like, can we talk about climate change now, please? Because literally the exact same thing. And the climate change aspect is exactly what the UN keeps pushing for, by the way. So... Oh, let's go, baby! In Australia, they're putting people into camps as part of the shielding green zones, right, for COVID. But they've already uh, said that this is the exact same way that they're going to approach climate change. Because you're emitting too much CO2. And the population's too high. And you don't need to have that many cars. And you don't need to have that many children. And so forth. When you realize they want a carbon tax and carbon reduction, you just got to realize that you're the carbon <laughs> that they want to reduce. Like and then literally, it, it all makes a little more sense. We are all carbon life forms, and they want to get rid of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I kind of hope that they try to put Americans in camps, and there's a lot of, you know, just to put it bluntly, dead feds. Uh, dang. All right, that's on the show now. All right. Yes. But, you know, from it, it is kind of interesting like to see, like... Blackwater uh, mercenaries in Libya. They set them on fire and hung them off of bridges. <laughs> like, that's how you got to deal with monsters like this. Sorry, like, it's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, historically, Ryan, there's a lot of precedent that says that if you need to get rid of people in power, the only way is through the most gruesome Wait, means necessary. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Point. I'm not advocating <laughs> violence. Wait, I just you- want to say... It's just historically I'm just saying, saying, saying if we it happens, happens, you bring it's out you bring out the guillotine, you know. I'm just Are you saying, saying we can't happens, just vote them out? Yes. I thought we just vote them out. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, why, yeah, why can't yeah. we just vote them out? Yeah, just vote harder. Matter That'll of work. fact, I'm running for office, guys. <laughs> I love it when guys say that on Instagram. <laughs> here's everything wrong. Here's everything going on. So here's what I'm doing. I'm running for office. I'm like, get out of here. That'll dude. change everything, <laughs> not the entire system. Oh my gosh. Cough. Yeah, it's not like Dominion. we already have the best, the best senator and These Rand Paul Satan that we've ever worshiping had. child sacrificers don't give a crap about one idiot in a baseball cap that used to serve in the military that says, yes. I'm running for office. Like, get out of here, bro. Nah, yeah, we're like, cooking. Like, for real, if, if somebody decent does get in, like if you look at Justin Amash, then he, uh, you know, he basically said he said no to the first, you know, uh, lobbyist, and then the second one was like, "You're that guy that said no to Raytheon or whatever, aren't you?" And he was like, "Yep." And then he never got another lobbyist again. Same thing happened to Ron Paul. Same thing happened to Rand Paul. You know, so if all the good ones don't get to play ball and make change, unless so you get to the head of a committee like Ron did, like Rand did, and like Justin was trying to, but he was pretty uh, impotent. <laughs> as far this as being a- wasn't even on our itinerary today, but since you brought this up, I think it's important to point out Rand Paul for months has pointed out right. that Fauci 
Shizing funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, right? And so when all the evidence from EcoHealth Alliance came out a couple months ago, uh, people still were like, ah, that's not what it meant. And now 600 pages, thanks to a Freedom of Information Act that was, was it 900? 900? Uh, yeah. Via the Intercept. the Intercept. Yep. Yeah, came out. Oh, man, I, props to Rand Paul, the only homie, by the way, that seemed to be pursuing an investigation of Fauci. Yeah. What? And uh, you had a lot of people like, okay, maybe he was right about this one. And it's like, do you really think he was only right about the biggest one and not all the smaller ones before that? Like, come on, let's be honest. You think the son of the guy who got everything right for the last 40 years is also just going to be wrong? No, it's in the Paul blood <laughs> to be right about everything. By the everything. way, he called for an investigation, and it still, like, officially hasn't been announced. Mm-hmm. So that means this can all still totally be brushed under the rug. That's the scary part. Yeah. It's wild to me how blatantly dirty Fauci is and how people still love him. Like, there's a couple people that, like, yeah. basically there's certain people that follow me on Instagram or Twitter and they're guaranteed to slide in my DMs if I post one thing about certain things. So like of course you've got a couple of cucks that if I even like think capitalism they're going to slide into the DMs and be like well or if you say like anything about Fauci they're the first ones to slide into the DMs and be like well right. So like there's like these holy grails that people will just like they're hills that people die on. You can't spread quote unquote misinformation about them and it's like it's so obvious how bad Fauci is, and we still think he's the man. And I don't understand why people. Well, we don't, but you know what I mean. Like, the, the, he has these fans who love him, and they. It doesn't matter how blatantly obvious it is. He hasn't seen a patient since he was going through his medical school residency. He hasn't seen. He went straight from Guys, there. It gets to bureaucracy. Worse. Oh, That's and like he also killed a couple of ten thousand when the AIDS thing or whatever, like. And so then he like, funded this virus. In 2012, I mean, there, there was a panel with um, him and a couple of other guys, and they were questioned, like, why are we doing, like, all kinds of different experiments? And I think at the time it was um, ferrets. And, like, the, the big mm-hmm. debate was, I think the, the phrase that levied, like, throughout the science community was, is this the death virus or the 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 man-ending virus, and they tried to downplay it, like, oh, no, it's not that bad. They're on record discussing all this stuff. And mm-hmm. we just kind of, like, forgot all about it. And now, uh, the what's his face? Um, Francis Collins, uh, he's also one of the directors from the NIH, has admitted that they have patents with Moderna for the Moderna vir- uh, vaccine. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to tell me that this isn't literally the example of cause a problem, bring the cure. Yes. This is like this is the this is way worse than 9/11 in my opinion. It, oh, I mean, well, well the amount of lives affected 100%. Uh, my wife was asking me about Fauci the other day and like anybody involved in like this this whole debacle and it's just like literally almost i mean aside from certain states almost every business in america statistically just a lot of them right had to either close down or change the way they did business practically in perpetuity because of this so like if you ask me like what 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 does fauci deserve i mean life in prison is kind of too small i think i think he should be pen pals with ted kaczynski from beyond 
Ted is still with us. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking he's about. The, he's Sorry, the Unabomber. Too smart to joke. I didn't know he was still with us for whatever oh. reason. I, I thought he got it. I thought he got the. Uh, no, he's in. He's in. I mean, let me double check. But like, uh, no, yeah, he's still here. He's 79. But I think he should be Ben Pals with Ted. <laughs> wow, crazy. All right. Um, um but speaking I mean, of creative, speaking of making a problem and creating the cure, uh, Pfizer has come out and said that they're going to make a twice a day pill for COVID. And you'll never believe what uh, the active ingredient recent, is. Recently maligned drug. It's basically copying. Uh, good old good old Pfizer Mectin coming to a uh, CVS near you soon. Um, horse drugs. Yeah, the horse drugs, which by the it's... way won a Nobel Prize in 2015, cured millions of river blindness, and also four billion doses have been administered with only 28 neurological effects or adverse uh, reactions. But no, it's a horse dewormer, and that's it. And also, you have one of the most published intensive care uh, specialists in the world uh, endorsing this thing as a cure for uh, or a treatment for COVID-19. But no, it's a conspiracy theory that only idiots and rubes are talking about. It, 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 it doesn't make any sense. You have some of the most accomplished people in the world on top of it. You Is... have the Japanese uh, uh, Tokyo <clears throat> you know, chairman of the Board of Health or whatever coming out and saying you should do it. Mexico, Peru, Argentina, and India used it as a prophylactic and basically eradicated uh, uh, COVID. Uh, I have a question. <laughs> ah, it's really bad. But it's only less oh. than a do- less than a dollar a dose, though. So you don't so get those, I heard... those big pharma profits. Don't get them Pfizer bucks. So obviously, like Rogan got heat for all this because he said that it was part of his regimen for getting rid of COVID. But he did say something mm-hmm. interesting that I haven't been able to fact check, and I was just curious if you guys had that. The thera- if there's a therapeutic available that you're not yeah. able to get emergency authorization yeah, for a correct. vaccine, is that true? Correct. If there's a if there's a approved treatment available, you can't get emergency use because it's use authorization because it's not an emergency. So and technically, even though supposedly some Ooh. version of the Pfizer vaccine has been FDA approved, yet the we still have emergency we're cooking. Yeah. We, we still have the emergency use available for the original Pfizer, and there's some weird um, small print reason. Uh, it has to do with like it's the, come on, set it up. They're, they're, it's yeah, labeled differently, but technically it's the same as the Pfizer thing, and that's why they think that the Pfizer thing can still be used as under emergency use. Oh, and, and did you, this did is you so see bad. The, uh, Come on, Pastor. Did you see the wording in the uh, FDA approval where it said, like, the current known side effects are, or the current known uh, benefits outweigh the risks? And it's like, yeah, exactly. We don't know. We don't know the risks. Like, that's the point. That's the whole point of the whole thing. This is Nuremberg level. Like, given everything that we were told for the last year and i think the uh it was just in november of 2020 when these vaccines became available i think um uh somewhere around there yeah and the narrative keeps changing can you imagine being that person that initially got it this kind of falls under some nuremberg ish if it was oh. experimental and you did not know the risks you you had that uh, cdc what's her name i'm trying to find it uh <laughs> I just typed in CDC lady to see if that helped. You just typed in um, CDC lady. Oh, yeah, and I, and I found exactly who I was looking for. Um, Why is that girl from the hilarious. gym popping up? So, uh, oh, what's her name? What's her name? Yeah, Ro- uh, Rochelle Walensky, back uh, like eight months ago or something, was on CNN saying, "Oh, you can't spread it. 
if if you have uh if you get this virus or if you get this vaccine so like we'll be perfectly fine it'll like reach herd immunity really quickly and then you also had her saying you know or no i think it was fauci and her probably honestly saying like this is long lasting safe and effective blah 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 and now it's like oh so you get six months of protection then you need this booster shot and also like you still have no idea there's zero clinical trials on the booster shot by the way they haven't done any of that so they've only done the two shots so we have zero on the booster shot and they're still already kind of floating that idea out there israel's already pushing it canada's already pushing it australia sure as hell is pushing it and now we're just supposed to like smile and be like yeah this is fine (laughs) (laughs) nothing's wrong (laughs) yeah like nothing's happening like you didn't just you know which Kill by the five way five million people like we can't, this thing. we can't just ignore also everything that we knew from the past so it was from the crick institute where they said you're gonna need boosters because thanks to the delta variant if you were vaccinated you had six times fewer neutralizing cells relative to the alpha variant which is the original it's they said it was 42 percent effect so it's a coin toss <laughs> if it was it's, effective against delta insert profanity like that's what it is and your immunity seems to get less and less even after a booster according to what the crick institute guy says which i think his name is uh dr bauer basically um you're gonna have to keep getting boosters because after every single booster your immunity after i think four to six months just exponentially goes down so you constantly have Mm -hmm. to prop up your immune system uh it sounds a lot like it destroys your immune system that's and what it you sounds have that like. That is Israeli study saying that your natural immunity is about sixteen times more effective than both shots. But then they like all the the vax fanatics were like, but if you look at the study, it says you have natural immunity and get one shot, then it's like even higher than that. It's like okay, with again, Which, with look, the at the virus, like, 90, look at the time period. Look at the time period. Even like with a virus at ninety nine point nine 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 percent survival rate or whatever for like you know seventy five percent of the population. Why do you need that to be a hundred and like keep sticking shit in your body? Like it doesn't make any sense. There was a, a an article in the Hill that said some like the headline was something like um some people have this superhuman ability to fight COVID and I was like yeah young healthy you mean <laughs> most people <laughs> yeah and not already dying like that's basically it really the and like to me the thing right. that really runs me freaking crazy is that like a prophylactic is literally getting zinc in your body that that seems to yeah. be like the key to prevent this virus from replicating and there are a handful of different things that are because zinc doesn't just get into cells you need a carrier and those carriers oh let's listen to the names and see if they're familiar hydroxychloroquine quercetin ivermectin all the things that have been basically run through the muck in media yeah ah man if that doesn't make you mad it's worse than fear porn it's 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 it feels a lot like extermination to me it's medical malpractice on a mass scale yeah that's insane but yeah and like if so if you go to the um flccc or let me make sure i'm getting this right actually um, Can I say something while you're looking that up? Oh, so if you go to COVID19CriticalCare.com. <laughs> and, no. <laughs> uh, and then you go under uh, Ivermectin. And then you go under epidemiolo- 
epidemiological analysis on ivermectin and COVID-19. It shows you where other countries like Zimbabwe, India, uh, you know, and breaks down by state in India. Renowned um, for first world problems. Am I right? It, it shows you when they started passing out ivermectin like candy. It COVID basically went away. And it kind of just makes you wonder. Well, <laughs> maybe there's something to that then. Maybe maybe uh, that's one coincidence too much. Where when India's, you know, ostensibly burning bodies in the street because they can't bury them fast enough. Oh, here's like a we question, Ryan. Six months ago. How, how, how many horses do they have? Maybe it's because of all the horses they're deworming over there. Maybe. The, maybe. <laughs> you know, that's a fair <laughs> point. I, look, let, me, let me check. India horse count. <laughs> India horse count. <laughs> uh, Uttar Pradesh has the highest horse and pony population across India at about 76,000 in 2019. That's that's a good bit of horses, but not nearly as many, uh, or nearly as much as the pills they were passing out. Man. And the, even the uh, uh, the Mexican CDC put out a report that basically said, look, the ivermectin worked. And you would think the entire world drug be, would be looking at that. They've got yeah, drug cartels. Yeah, yeah, and now the people. drug cartels are just running <laughs> ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to, to people. It's like, oh, we don't need fentanyl anymore. We just need a horse to warmer. And that's it. Uh, Jake was going to say something, and I'm, I feel bad that we cut him off. What was up? Oh, it's fine. No, it's fine. I was just saying that that Bloomberg article was kind of interesting when it was talking about how. Uh, they're finding out now that if you've had COVID already, then you're probably going to do better against the Delta variant than if you had the vaccine. Vaccine. Yeah, that was that. And that like one of the quotes study. in here uh, says, the this analysis demonstrated that natural immunity affords longer lasting and stronger protection against infection, uh, symptomatic disease, and hospitalization due to Delta variant. And I'm like, oh, that's the opposite of what. Like for example, that meeting that I think we talked about that my uh, CEO of our my, the company I worked for had, and he says. I've got some guys, you know, they're on the board of like, you know, hospitals and medical boards. Oh, and people stuff with and, uh, uh, whatever you've Pfizer stock. Whatever you've heard about natural immunity, it's not the op, the exact opposite is true. Was his exact quote? The exact opposite is true, and I'm like, come on, dude. And then like, what was that? That was a couple weeks ago. So now, if you go like three weeks after he said that to us then this Bloomberg article comes out that talks about clinical study where it's like ah, actually if you've already had it you're probably doing better than someone who's vaccinated and you're probably doing better than someone who's already had it and been vaccinated um, Which, so it's just like it would, I think that's wild. What makes me so angry is that that's literally the case for like almost every coronavirus infection for, for respiratory viruses in general? Yes! That's always the shizen case. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Henry, you're not a virologist or a scientist or a, uh, what is it? A mechanic? What is it? A mechanical engineer? A mechanical yeah, engineer? Not that. Oh, yeah. From uh, with a bachelor's from, what was it? Carnegie Mellon or something like that. Uh, I've got a bachelor's from know. somewhere that's ranked better than that school. Uh, and I can tell you, that's bullshit. <laughs> I've, got, I've got half a degree from uh, somewhere more higher than that, too, so. Higher than Carnegie Mellon, so um, infuriating. Like that's the thing, and also it's it blows my mind how people just for this is gonna sound stupid can't Google something. Like Google it, stupid. Google it for five minutes, <laughs> you know. Oh, I understand you've got an MD. I got it. I also know that a quarter million people are killed from malpractice every year. So maybe shut your stupid face. 
because that's probably thanks to you, you stupid dummy. <laughs> you kill people. Yeah. So let's let's Google it this time, yeah? It's like, like you know, the experts also used to put leeches on people and used to, like, give you cocaine for the ghost in your blood, right? Ah, like lobotomies. That sounds like a better idea than this vaccine, to be honest. Uh, to be honest, probably. <laughs> it's common probably sense, Ryan. Off. It's common sense. Yeah, we need common sense uh, COVID control. Yeah, like masks. We need, <laughs> it needs to be registered. Like guns. Yeah. It, it's You have to register yourself if you've had COVID. Basically. Honestly. Like, <laughs> I mean, kind of. It's, the, it's got- the inverse of that. Like, you get the shot and then you get registered. Or even, even if you test positive, then you've registered. It's like the in, sex offenders map where you just see little dots and you're just like, where can I go today? Oh, I can't because all these people <laughs> shizing had COVID. Okay. <laughs> at the end of the day, like with the COVID thing, I'm just so, I'm just over it. Like Henry and I were talking the other day about this church in the area that like has people wear masks and he's like, you know, I don't want to wear one on stage or something like that. Um, and I said, I won't wear one at all. And I will not go somewhere at all that will make me wear one. I will not. Like, I like, and it, it, I hate to put my foot down on something like that because, like, I'll have the conversation with you, like, without my mask on. If you're uncomfortable taking your mask off, totally fine. But in that process, I am past the point where I will wear a mask to have the conversation. I will not. And it, I'm just, like, over it because none of this, none of this is based in any kind of science. And people are just, here, I want to read this real quick. I sent the boys a meme. Maybe I'll post it on the Instagram. Um, I really love this meme. And it's like the scene from The Matrix when Neo talks to the little boy, maybe little girl, Ah. bald-headed children. Um, (laughs) It's definitely a little girl. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Uh, But she says, like, there is no spoon or whatever. Like, it's basically that meme. And so it's him talking to her. And she says, do not try to teach the Karens that the lockdown was a mistake. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. Neo says, what truth? And she says that the lockdowns has turned fear into a virtue. Those who are afraid believe they're better people because those who aren't will subconsciously look for ways to multiply fear because it's their virtue. And I was like, oh, frick. Like, it made me stop. It's like the first meme that made me go, oh, wait. I've been arguing about the wrong thing. I'm trying to show people like science and science is not the God. They're saying science is their God, but science is not their God. They love the power that fear gives them. But like, it's, it's, what is that thing? I I forget if it was some American writer, maybe Mark Twain or somebody that said it's, it's harder to prove to somebody that they've been fooled than it is to tell them the truth, something along those lines. And like, Mm -hmm. that's the dilemma. Uh, I'd love to even have the opportunity to talk about the science with somebody, but you can't even get there because of the fear. That's why that meme really struck me. So you can yeah, literally, that, and it Mark, doesn't even that's matter. Mark Twain, by the way. Mark Twain, yeah. It's easier to um, fool people than it is uh, to convince them that they've been fooled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it doesn't even matter. Like I've literally had conversations with people where I'll send them all of these resources based on like CDC and NIH and all this different kind of studies. And like, I'm even like, like all of us know about these things and people will respond with like, go watch this video from this one guy. You should. And I'm like, from Bill Nye? guys, the science guy. <laughs> if, if she listens to it at this point, she knows, but I was taken aback by that. I'm like, after I just sent like 
15 articles not articles like news articles i mean like cdc and nih studies and the citations of those studies i even pulled we pulled out information from there and the response was like well watch this video i'm like what what which by the way what that that is the the big thing that i think that people that are counter to mainstream media they were constantly told well just don't get your information from just some video online right so all right right but that's acceptable i'll I'll follow those rules you're pre i'll follow those rules and i'll only provide information from a source that you like and even then still not good enough doesn't matter um only the source that i like when it validates the presupposition that i have yeah and and at that point honestly dude i i don't know what the right course of action is uh because at the end of the day i still look at a lot of these people as ill people um, it's a sick person that you need to now somehow make healthy. I don't know how to do it at Look, this point. We, we, we live in a post-persuasion America. It's time for separation as an emphasis. Separation and concentration. Because uh, they've made their bed. And the Concentration word has a ring to it. That I, bothers me uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I like that. I, I don't, uh, don't want to live with them. They've set the, they've set the boat on fire, uh, so to speak. And it's time to just get away from them. You know, there, there's like, cause like Brie, for example, and I, this is like from a political <laughs> standpoint, we have, we are, we are soul brothers and sisters on this one is secession. The idea of secession. Um, anytime Brie posts something, for those of you who don't know, Brie is Ryan's lovely fiance. Um, Ryan's soulmate. Brie is well, yeah, well, for sure. yeah, yeah, she's the only one who could, could ever, ever keep up with this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, whenever she posts something about secession, it's like, because I, I, I do think that there's a, a significant, there, there should be a significant push to make it so that, like, hey, if you want this type of government, like, let me just, we haven't talked about the Texas abortion bill, and I think this is kind of a good segue. Yeehaw! Like, like when people are going on and on, bang, about, bang, like, bang, how bang, a bang, bang, shouldn't have say. <laughs> shouldn't have say in what a woman can and can't do with her body and make the laws on that i'm like well the democracy you fight for guarantees that in perpetuity so if if democracy is such a virtue well this is what we are fighting for we want everyone to have a voice then the the same whatever your caricature of a white man is that guy always has the exact through by way of government the exact (laughs) the exact same say in what you can and can't do with your own body as the girl does not on my watch girl because what happens is because of statism you sublet all your issues to the government anyway because the government needs to handle it and or provide it for you and if you continue to do that then that means that that caricature of a white man whoever he is always has the exact same amount of say in what you can and can't do with your body and so i'm just like we gotta separate like you guys go over there and do your thing and we'll stay here because if you say which i've seen from Oh, all of my you know progressive friends who don't live in Texas and didn't give a crap until you know something was passed. But like, they're all like, "Oh, these guys shouldn't be able to make make laws about a woman's body, and she should be able to have autonomy over her body and all this stuff." And it's all about exercising power of a woman's body. I'm like, okay, well then get away from him. So the the counter get away from the women, by the way, who also agree with those men. That caricature of those men. Get away from those women too. Just go. Just go. Instead, you keep fighting for this democracy where you you demand of them that they have to agree with your ideological presupposition. And I think that's just absolutely ignoramus. 
it's dumb. I would agree. The the counter though is that they they generally will go out of state to go get it done and then come back. And I just feel like I just would like to emphasize the idea that the law is not going to fix people that are trying to kill babies. You know, so so maybe there should be a different approach. And I think even from Have all they tried the stats, making a murder illegal. Oh yeah, right. Um, uh, as far as I understand, there have been so many different variations of abortion laws, and almost none of them have led to a decrease in abortion. And that also, maybe, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, you know what law was decided by white men that they tend to really love? Uh, Roe v. Wade. <laughs> they're pretty fond of. Um, and also a uh, uh, white pill, a uh, secession accelerant. Portland was threatening to not ship their goods to Texas over this which is the pettiest thing to ever not ship goods over but like if that happens I mean, I mean not, not, not if you like, like, not they're if, one of the few producers in the entire union so go ahead they don't need to trade or, with or you anyway which, they're which, self-sustaining wait, I just, <laughs> what I think is funny though is that like the, the alternative side to what you just said is that like uh, murder like I we, we literally don't trade with North Korea because they are people that are the opposite of everything that is human rights. So yeah, and like it's, there's there's the Bastiat thing of like when goods don't cross borders, soldiers will, which is kind of unnerving and to think about. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, the more people start thinking about like, oh, I hope Oregon like stops trade with Texas. The more people start thinking in terms of that, the closer we can get to people start thinking like, oh, maybe these are just like different countries like they always should have been. And then we can get closer to that. So, you know, it's good to it see levels uh, understand this for a second. Which uh, that's definitely not the way that they understand it. You know, like that's just or their really, pop even, brain. even like even as like a federalist sort of sort of idea of people being like, well, this state should not do business with this other state. That is closer it, to secession than they've ever been since uh, for a while. It's, you know, it's <laughs> nice that they decided to take that route as opposed to from some sort of federal route. Right, so I'd, I'd agree with that. Oh, they're doing but that the, too. Come on now. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was just gonna give them the benefit of the doubt this time around. The since it's one state, that doesn't matter. But the thing is, the, how is it that we can't actually talk about the root of the issue? Nobody so far has defined when life starts, and there's so many. I was really disappointed, to be honest. There was a that, I is, was well, that is the entire question. I was that I, the thing is though is that's not the question for the left. Is that, and that's where the right and the left miss each other. Is that all of us on this podcast, generally speaking, are kind of right leaning. So, of course, we're going to ask about when does life begin. But if you're on the left side of the equation, it has zero to do with that whatsoever. That's, so, not, that's not a part of the conversation. That's fair. So, even asking that question makes it go, it, it's, then, it's so fair it to matter. say I that. Uh, I would just say. I mean, I think it's a good. I'm not saying that's not a good question worth asking. I'm just saying that if you're a left leaning person, oh, no, but that's not a question that's that is at that I, is too. I ask. It's not a, a part of the. I disagree with that. I, I, because like, I, it is a question. Interject- they just don't consider it a life. I think and, and that they, I'm the I'm the bridge, by the way, to what Ryan's about to say. I think that's their answer to the question. I don't think they actually care. Um, I think that's just the answer to the question. <laughs> uh, so you know what I'm saying? Like if I say to someone something that I think is ideologically like the the vein by which I'm going to argue it, then that's just liberals need to have an answer. So they're going to come up with a response, right? So the response is like, well, it's not even a life, so it doesn't matter. It's all about a woman's choice because they're going to try and always but, wrap it back to that. But there is no 
there's no consideration in the liberals' mind of am I? They don't think killing a baby. They don't think any of that stuff. Well, yeah, the whole that, whole thing they're thinking of is right of a woman's reproductive rights. They do not care about when life no, begins. That, that, That's why like abortions that are passed like. Uh, like six months and stuff like that. They don't give a crap. That, 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 Sorry, guys. I'm talking that, a lot, but I haven't talked a lot this whole podcast. The bottom line is, like, I know that that's the case with liberals. No, I, as as a ex liberal <laughs> who talked to everybody on Reddit, right? But you're autistic, so you are so the opposite. Like, that's not even like, no, but like the same to, thing. To say to say that it's not a life is to answer the question: When does life begin? Which is, you know, ostensibly nine months. Uh, and so, and so it, it, it defaults into the woman's right thing because it's I would, just a clump would, of cells. Well, because the so I don't, I don't think so. I was actually before yeah, that, you say that, that logically how have it a, has to be. Yeah, <laughs> I have a I have a counter to what you just said, but I just wanted to point out if other laws suggest if you kill a pregnant woman, that's a double homicide. I, yeah, I would like to see how a liberal that thinks that life starts at you know a baby pops out of the what you chew. Then my question is, why is it that this is a double homicide? And then at least it starts to, I think, get the conversation going, well, why is that? Right? So the I feel like the my counter to what Ryan just said about how they might suggest that the life starts when the baby is born, because there are psychologists that say that a two-year-old has no consciousness of their own. And I think that's actually how you can start to whittle away from that idea. So no, would you I, murder I, a two-year-old? I'm not, by I the agree. way, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you agree with this. We're, we're talking about this, um, this example of no, the lefty, but, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm not putting I'm this saying, on you. I'm saying that their answer to, is it a life, is that it's not until birth happens. And then that slippery slope leads to... Uh, like, oh well, two in two years they have uh, don't have a conscience, so maybe is that okay? Where to me, the only logical place to start is conception. Like the entire an- the entire oh, like question that. is, is it alive? And anybody but how would you else is just how stupid. would you argue against them though that it starts at birth? Uh, this is the one thing that I think I was listening today I to the Rogan ask them and to draw Tom. the line anywhere else and see if it's consistent with anything, and it's it's not. I feel like that's a start though. It's a start to ask them that. The the best I, thing I that, do, and they say it's not a life. The well, I've heard, but I, I don't think though though I don't think that the answer it's not a life is is them in is is the liberal person whoever this is like intellectually engaging with the question. I genuinely think it's just like I'm not going to say whether it is or is not a life, or, or I'm not going to say it's a life because then my whole argument falls apart. So I'm just going to take this and say it's not. I'm not going to define when life starts because that makes it harder for women to have autonomy over their own bodies. And all I'm going to argue for is women having autonomy over their own bodies and their reproductive health. Like, I, I genuinely think it's to compartmentalize, like to say, oh, when does life begin? Ah, it, it's not no, a life. But so the, I can the, move this over and argue okay, for okay, women's but rights. But that you're admitting that that is the question and they're just ignoring the question. Yeah. I, so I never said it wasn't the question. But I, I said what it was I was the saying question. is that two. I mean, I, I, see I never what, said it wasn't. I see the what question, Ryan's though. talking about. What I'm saying like is it. that the person that you're arguing with doesn't care. Yeah, they they, ju- they jumped over it. Like they had to have cared at right. some point because, like, the 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 number one like rebuttal is, oh, it's a woman's body. It's like, well, what about the body of the baby? And then like it, it just right back around to, is it a life or not? And if you just decide you don't care. Then you can focus specifically on the women's rights issue, quote, of it. And but, like, 
because they don't care, they'll hop back over it no matter how many yeah, times. But it comes what, back if, to that, what if the that baby's a woman? That itself is an answer. Yeah, exactly. That's that would be what I would say. Well, no, no, no. And by the way, I agree with you guys. I'm just saying that, like, kind of trying to, trying to, in the conversations Jake, that we, I've had we about, we know it. that you're pro-choice. Okay, we got it. All right, like, I'm, I'm just saying, man, from a logical, <laughs> uh, from a, from, like, dissecting the premise of it. Don't dissect it. it you have to start with, is it a life? Oh, and if, if you start, <laughs> if you start anywhere else, oh then you've ju you've jumped steps. <laughs> Then you've ju well, you could get you could sell it to Planned Parenthood if you dissect it and, and make pretty good <laughs> money. Planned Parenthood is the biggest arms dealer in the in the country. So literally little, arms, little, actual yeah, arms. They're a small arms dealer. Um, <laughs> small arms dealer. Um, but if, if you if you ignore the question of is it a life, you're you're not engaging in the question. Oh my god! And if you start with it's a woman's right, like. You're you're not engaging in the context of the actual question if if you're not oh, engaging in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh I boy. Small arms. I, either, That's it, freaking it, amazing. If you, have you said that on the podcast? I, I've got no amazing. idea. It, if you have the position, <laughs> it's a woman's right to choose, and you've never even considered is it a life, then you've operated in a vacuum, and nobody's ever pushed back on you. What kind and of in vacuum? In that case, your your opinion is worthless. A Dyson, I think, is what they use. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm Yo, saying. This is, by the way, this is this is nothing in comparison to what Alex has been uh, telling about what these Planned Parenthood places are doing. This mm -hmm. is nothing. So anybody listening to this, it's much worse than these jokes. That there are some absolutely heinous things taking place at Planned Parenthood. Oh yeah. And if it matters to you, in a lot of cities, a, a black child is more uh, likely to be aborted than born. So if you're if you're well, a, you know, a liberal, that wild. should bother you. I think it's in New so York crazy. and Chicago specifically. The whole thing was kind of predicated on making it so that black people reproduce less. But that's another argument that you have to by, make. By what's that's actually Sanger? not true. Is my, that her Michael, name? Michael Malice says that's not true. And like I, I've never fact checked it. Pretty sure that's true. Uh, For real. I've, yeah, and like Michael Malice is somebody who I, I usually trust, and every time I fact check him, he's right. He says that that's not true, and it's a conservative myth. So is it the the whole idea that Elizabeth Sanger is the one that I started? Fact check it. I, I need to fact check it. Are we talking like, about the right thing? We're talking yeah, about the same the thing. The Planned Parenthood person saying like it's a eugenics program or whatever. Well, by Elizabeth well, no, they, Sanger. Not that they said that. They didn't say that. Uh, she. But they believed that she semi said it, from what I understood, and yeah, some she of said her it as writings. close as you can without saying it. <laughs> because she's a she was a eugenicist that was had her criteria for who should live and who should not. And very racist. It yeah. appeared so. I'd love to follow this rabbit hole, though. I'd love to know what he meant. I I, I would too. I've 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 never done it, but like he says, it's a myth. So I've stopped, I've taken it out of my vocabulary <laughs> because he oh, said it wasn't true. Man. This is if the second we're done recording, I'm going down this rabbit hole for sure. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> well, guys, that's uh, pretty close to our time. I think we should maybe do another episode specifically on abortion because it was actually really fun. I that would we all were saying the same thing. If we can saying get it a, differently, oh, we were not saying <laughs> we were not saying the same thing at all. I'm right, and you guys are wrong. <laughs> that's how uh, it I'd, was. <laughs> I, I'd love to get a. Uh, Ryan is doing that thing where he gets a stick and he just goes. Boop, boop. <laughs> I mean, like, I from from a logical logical perspective, 
Either you've wrestled. You and Bree are going to have some heated fellowship about this. You either wrestled with the question of it's a life or it's not, or your opinion exists in a vacuum and is worthless, and it hasn't stood up to any scrutiny. Um. So I, the only pushback is I mean, that's just I, not, I don't I don't know if I that's, mean it's completely anecdotal, but that's just not what I've experienced. I, yeah, at I, all. I was actually okay, going to say the same thing. Their opinions they will just exist skip in a vacuum. the question because they don't care. That's that, not the question. That, it is the question logically, but it's not the question for them. I've definitely that heard people just don't care. I've definitely heard people try to argue at what point during the fetal development is where life starts. And plenty of uh, pro-choice people have actually tried to make that distinction. Um, so Which that's my what I'm pushback. saying. That is that is tackling. Is it a life or not? Is deciding uh, when it is. Sure, but I thought you kind of like assumed that they would just go with it's, as in the way I interpreted what you were saying is that they will not tackle that conversation. I I never said that. I said that they have to before they. I get know, but to like, right, and I'm saying they thing. won't. Yeah, yeah. They, I thought uh, the insinuation was that they won't do that. That was never right. my insinuation. That was Jake's insinuation. My insinuation was that they won't. I think you are correct that that is the only question. I wasn't challenging. I it. thought I'm when saying you said that they, thing and, about them, my, that they... And my secondary condition is if they refuse to tackle that question, their opinion's worthless because it doesn't ex- like hold up to scrutiny. But, I mean, I think we've had enough questions about with lefties about whether it be abortion or COVID or whatever that, like, in the same situation with, like, Bill Nye the science guy, like, it just doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. So you can give all the information to say that logic. Well, okay. I'm going mean, to refer. I agree. I'm going to refer but, back to the So tape. we're kind of arriving at the same point. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying they don't care. And you're saying they should care. And the things that they should care or at least tackle, you are correct in saying that, like, if you're going to think about this logically, you have to tackle those things. So I agree with you 110%. I'm just adding the caveat. That's not how percentages you're, work. You're correct. Um, I mean, it does if you get extra credit in school. Um, And so then it becomes a multiplication problem. So anyway, like I agree with you, but then I'm also adding the caveat that while that is what the, where the conversation needs to happen, they don't care. Like liberals are self-righteous enough. And so are conservatives in a lot of ways. If you start talking about police or uh, the military and things like that, like the statists are so self-righteous in their own opinion that when it's met with legitimate criticism, they will default to their previous rhetoric and not engage with the legitimate question that you have asked them. Which is why, like, we'll bring up statistics about the police and, like, all this other stuff, and the first thing that, like, a right-winger is going to say is, well, they have families, or have you gone on a ride-along, or they have a hard job. It's like, you might be correct about the police and about the questions that you're bringing up about the police, but they're going to skip them to reaffirm the rhetoric. That's what I'm saying. I must but have to me, misheard skip it, what Ryan skipping said. The question, skipping the question is an admission to the question on some level. Oh, that's like kind of is meta the right word? Because I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> no, no. Like I, I guess I, guess I, I understand what Ryan's saying. If, I definitely if, if you, rec- get if it you that recognize way that it makes you uncomfortable, if you rec- if you recognize it makes you uncomfortable enough to explore the option at all, then that is you admitting that they have a point. And the, in this case, oh, maybe uh, the question is, is it a life or not? So in that case, I'm going to discard that condition to carry on with my women's rights charade word that's slightly different than how i heard it the first time but yes i i, I guess i hear, hear what you're saying 
is you're saying the fact that they disregarded it shows that they've acknowledged it and they've recognized that if they yeah. acknowledge and, and if they if or they if they, if they try to face the question, then that means that they're going to lose and, and the argument like, or that their opinions. And if to they haven't faced that, is that faced that question at all, then like they haven't thought about it for more than four seconds. Right. But what did what I say just so that it makes sense so. in my brain? Is that is that what I you're saying? So. Hmm. Okay, that I'll, was that was fun. That was me. That was me taking an adventure in autism, and I don't usually entertain <laughs> it, but it was fun. <laughs> what can I say? Um, my definition and my explanation was just not quite accurate. I mean, because like the the typical, and I see my the typical liberal uh, <laughs> comeback. It, I mean, the typical liberal comeback on every media platform I've ever seen is it's just a clump of cells, which is disregarding the idea it's a life. So that is the question, and they just disagree is basically what it is yeah mm. i'd love to hear um I, again i don't know if i'm actually willing to do this thought experiment but to hear somebody combat these ideas in real time like a change my mind i genuinely would want to hear what their response is okay. because it, i i think i it's, love having guests on the show it's, it's a, been very fun and like I, a lot i think i heard um like rogan and tom were talking about it and rogan said something to the effect of like why should it matter to a man and i'm like we're all alive so it is the I, I, principle as a previous baby <laughs> or yeah, a yeah. former baby it's, i would have liked it is to what not be all Harvard. of civilization is built off of so kind yeah. of important um yeah and i say this kind of uh I say this with understanding there's some nuance even in my own life with a lot of these things, but the bottom line is just like abortion's bad for women and it's bad for men in in every situation, I think. I would agree. Because what it does is it, it removes responsibility from men and it allows men to descend further into the unmanly place that I think a lot of men are in right now while simultaneously making it so that women have to do the opposite of what for generations has allowed the continuance of the of the human race to continue right like it it makes it so that women are incentivized to to not do that and i think that's sad yeah yeah 100 um it, it really deconstructs i try to say I, and yeah sorry go ahead oh i was just gonna say like it deconstructs a lot of the I guess like pop culture idea of what are relationships and what's the point of dating and what's the point of marriage and, and so forth. Um, you, right. you basically make like a crap version of everything and this, oh, well, I'm ready to go down a completely different path here, but everything that we hear about, like what, where does happiness comes from? Right. Um, from certain institutions, wink, Avoid. wink. Um, and it, you just you can't ignore that there has to be a continuity of life that is that is partially how all of this shindig works you know and to just ignore it and go down these like self quote-unquote fulfilling ideas is trash yeah so and that's not i think sometimes and i just because again i'm the social justice warrior of the group i just want to put this to we need a social in, like, justice warrior like music cue like whoa here comes the social justice warrior (laughs) all right go ahead um so yeah so if you've had an abortion or if you have interesting 
thoughts about abortion like for me personally i just want to make sure that like you don't feel judgment because like having kids is like wild and to have this option presented to you as like cultural vernacular um does make this terrible thing feel palpable you know and like it's scary and there are lots of lots of ways that like and people that you can talk to believe it or not who have had them that are very supportive and will help you in that situation and then you know if you're not ready to have a kid like just take that birth control super seriously and you know if you could even reach out to any of us on the show preferably me if you want to not deal with autism um um but like reach out to me if you have if that's something that you're dealing with and that you're struggling with and I'd be glad to like love you through it because like whatever the political conversation is about it like the bottom line is like you're still a human being that needs help and needs support and um you know sometimes in the political conversation that gets lost and uh I'll be the guy to say it if no one else will I was gonna say other stuff but now that you made this super serious I will refrain it's time to end the show anyway so that's why I did it yeah yeah so uh, that's our show uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the lunch boys oh no not with the four stars oh no <laughs> oh no oh uh, no give us your money support us on Patreon <laughs> we love our patrons you guys rock thank you so much for supporting the show uh, follow Ryan on Twitter. It's a riot. Um, at privatized so it's Ryan. A mostly, it's mostly a peaceful time. profile. It's a mostly pe- also mostly peaceful memes. Hilarious meme page. Like they are fire. Um, but yeah, follow Ryan on Twitter and uh, share the show with your friends. The show that uh, share the you share have Christian friends. What? <laughs> Sounded like you said share the share, and I thought that was very funny. Share the show. Share the share. Share the show with your friends. Share the show with your friends. Um, and especially like the super Christian episode that Henry and I did with my buddy Ethan. Um, that's a great uh, clean palette one that you could share with your friends to get them interested. And then you could share them an episode like this. And now they're like, oh, crap. Um, These heathens. <laughs> so cool. Also, five stars on iTunes. I'm afraid to ask Henry. Don't four do stars. It. What do we do? Nope. I'm not doing it. What do we do, Henry? Four stars. Nope. What do we do? Nope. What do we do? It's a Dyson. What do we do? It's a Dyson. What? What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, please don't give us four stars. Uh, anyway, much love for all we'll stars matter. Me. Go buy some food. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, yeah, food shortages, they're already happening. Go get some before, you know, there's none. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Eat steak. That's it for this edition of The Lunch Boys. Join us again next time as the boys take one step closer to getting canceled. Bye-bye now. Stay safe out there. There is a lot of COVID. You might get it. You might not. Wear a mask. Or do not. Who knows? But whatever you do, have a strong opinion about it, comrades. See you in Gulag soon, yes? <laughs> you think I kid. I not kid.